Hi everyone, welcome back to Say You Want to Be a Vet, the podcast series where we bring you honest and open discussions about life as a veterinary student and share the inspiring and motivating experiences of vets from all across the industry, from their vet school journey and beyond. Before we get started, make sure to subscribe to our podcast. You can follow us on social media at Say You Want to Be a Vet, where we will be sharing behind the scenes clips, doing live Q&As and so much more. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel with the same name, where we upload regular videos such as CV and personal statement writing tutorials, interview skills, and so much more that will help you build a strong application to that school. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of So You Want To Be A Vet. Today we have quite a highly requested episode, um, so hopefully it's going to be really useful to you. Um, We're going to do another part after this, um, but first of all we're going to start off just talking to you about how to manage your finances at uni um, and essentially just talk to you about all things budgeting. Um, because it can be quite scary um, and quite daunting because it's probably not something you've ever had to really do properly before. Um, So it's quite an important skill to develop, but I promise you it does get easier and you do sort of figure it out as you go along. Um, So everyone has different ways of budgeting and, you know, doing what they like to do to manage their money. Um, Verity, what have you found works for you while you've been at uni? So the way I kind of manage my money is at the start of each month, I sort of write down the number in my bank account and then I work out what I'm expecting to spend that month. So, you know, four different food shops, like one for each week. And then I pay for my Spotify. So I know that's going to come out each week if I've got a gym membership or I know I'm, you know, going on a few nights out, things like that. And then I tend to give myself like 50 pound or so like you know um an interval to play around with because it's never going to be precisely what you think you'll spend and then I like see where I'm expecting to be at the end of the month and then see if I've kind of kept to that and then I the next month I'll like revise it see if I need to do something differently if I'm blowing all my money and there will be months where I spend too much money and it happens there's busy months and things but um that's kind of what works for me um how do you do it so what I do um I when I get my letter from student finance um and don't worry we are going to do our future episode is going to be all about student finance so if you're freaking about out about what student finance actually is um we're going to talk to you about that in the future um but when I get my letter from student finance telling me how much money I'm going to get I will take that amount um and I will subtract what I know I'm going to be paying in terms of rent um, and I will also subtract what I know I'm going to be paying in terms of bills um, if I'm not 100% sure like what my bills are going to be I'll just sort of estimate it um, and that's something that your parents could probably help you with um, to sort of guess those numbers um, but also after you've rented for like a year you'll sort of get a bit of an idea of how much those bills tend to be um so yeah I'll take my internet out of it for the whole year my water bills and the energy bills um make sure none of you are paying council tax because students don't have to pay for council tax um but you do have to inform your council that you are a student household so don't just think you have to pay it because it is quite expensive and you 
don't have to. Um, so yeah, make sure you deal with that. Um, but yeah, once I have my sort of big student finance amount and I've taken out all of those things, I then have like my amount that I know is sort of mine to spend um, just for sort of general living. Um, so from there, I normally divide it by about 45. Sometimes I'll divide it by a bit more if I know that I'm going to be away from home a lot, like sort of 48 or something, um, because I know I'm not going to spend 52 weeks of the year at uni. Um, so I don't need as much money like when I'm at home. Um, and then that is my weekly budget. So that amount divided by the 45 or 48, or if you want to do it by 52, you know that every week you have that amount of money to spend. Um, and then whenever I spend anything throughout the week, I'll write it down in a notes page on my phone. And then at the end of the week, I can add it all up and see how much I've actually spent. Um, I just like to see exactly what I've done um, and know exactly whether I've spent too much or if I've not spent as much as I budgeted for, um, which is absolutely fine because if I've gone over, I just know that I need to go under somewhere else. And if I go under, I know that I can go over somewhere else. So it all evens out sort of eventually, but I just find it really useful because I know I'm actually staying on track um, and there's not going to be any hidden surprises where I run out of money um, or I end up in my overdraft or things like that. Um, so, yeah, and I know a lot of people like do all sorts of different things. A lot of it is like sort of fairly similar, but with some differences, like you'll find out what works for you and how you like to manage your money. But I think the most important thing is that you do manage it. Um, I do know some people that like don't <laughs> and they just hope for the best, um, which I sort of understand it's easier in the short term, but it will sort of you'll come to regret it in the long term I think so yeah I think the best thing is just sort of making sure you're aware of what you're spending um I think is the biggest sort of takeaway from budgeting yeah definitely and you know it is sometimes easier to you just want to like close your eyes and hope for the best but as someone who finds like managing money quite stressful because I just you know if I if I think I've spent too much it would just stress me out like by um by doing things like this you can just by managing it it although like it's not the most fun activity ever but it will just like reassure you as you go that you have enough and there are apps and things out there that can help you with this um I don't personally use any so I don't have any direct recommendations but I know there are out there um and that you know you can like talk to family members if you know anyone who's gone away for uni how they do it um there's lots of advice online and things like that yeah, absolutely. Like there's loads of resources out there. Um, and I'm pretty sure even um, there will be like more sort of forums and things. Like I think um, when I was applying to uni, I spent quite a while with my dad looking online for like the best student bank account that was on offer. Um, a lot of them offer sort of bonuses if you go with them. Um, so, yeah, there's loads of information out there online. Um and your parents will probably know a fair bit already as well because they will be used to having to work with a budget. So, yeah, there's a lot that you can sort of look into. Um, but I think the, the best starting place is really just to figure out how much you can afford to be spending per week and just sort of have some kind of method to stay on track for that um, is the best way to sort of keep yourself out of trouble. Um, I think something that's also important is 
it's all very well and good to have your budget figured out. But if you're not going to stick to it, there wasn't really much point working it out. Um, so it's quite important to sort of be strict with yourself and know where the limit with spending is. Um, but also having said that, like you can treat yourself too. like you don't have to be really stingy with your money all the time and finish the year and have loads of money left over because you were so paranoid about spending too much. Like you'll definitely figure out the longer you're at uni where the sort of balance is. But as long as you're like sensible and responsible with your money, each week will balance out. Like some weeks you will go over, some weeks you will go under. And that is okay. Um, as long as you are um yeah, sensible with your money. Yeah. And uh, one thing I would recommend is if you can have a little bit of an emergency fund or like contingency fund, you know, if your phone breaks, if you like, you know, need to buy something or, you know, you never know what can happen. Pro- try and prepare for that in advance. Um, So in first year, I ended up like buying an iPad and like I, I did that by using like the money that I knew I could and um, because I budgeted and worked out you know, and I saved up for a little bit to try and like to just help me get there with the money. But it was quite nice, like, like I don't know. Um, it felt like quite me being quite an adult. I was like, oh, I've worked out that I can buy this, and I'm gonna, you know, buy it and be be you know an adult and control my money. And it's like one of the like bigger purchases I've made by myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're saving for things like either on like maybe a holiday or a car or you know, a new laptop or something that you that you want, um, then, you know, you can, in your bank, you can normally, like, create a little fund, a little piggy bank within a bank, and, like, every, every month or so, or whenever you have, like, a spare bit of money, put it in there so you don't end up spending it because you see it in your bank and think, oh, I can just spend that. Um, but also don't worry if you're not spending every week, uh, spending? Don't worry if you're not saving every week, don't feel like it's expected of you you know we're all in different situations and don't put pressure on yourself to like be saving in university university is quite an expensive time of your life because we're not you don't have like as much of an income as you have when you graduate as a vet for example yeah definitely I think it's something that people find quite stressful and it's completely understandable um but yeah like Verity says if saving while you're at uni just isn't feasible for you that's okay um you know you need to look after yourself now and prioritize that um and you know when you're a vet you'll be earning more and you'll be able to save more then so it will all sort of even out um I know that some of my friends have like two different accounts so they'll have their student account and then they might have a bank account before uni um and then I know that they'll put their rent money and their bills money into that separate account so that they definitely can't spend it because it's not in that current account that they use every day if you feel like that's something that you would need to do that's definitely an option um or I also know people as well who um like their student loan goes directly to their parents and their parents will then transfer them like a sort of weekly budget um or you might have it that you know, you don't see any of your student loan because it goes to all of your rent and things like that. And it's um, money from your parents and things that you're getting in a sort of allowance each week anyway. So you might not have to work out a budget. Your parents might set you the budget anyway. Um, so it's definitely different for everybody. But like we say, you will figure out what works for you um, and you will sort of get to grips with it the longer you're at uni. Like 
it is scary and intimidating, but it definitely, definitely does get easier. And by the time you get to where Verity and I now, it will just be like second nature to you. Um, obviously, there's still things that can be worrying. We're not in a very good financial situation right now. Um, but I promise for the most part, it does get much easier. Yeah, definitely. You'll get used to it and you get used to like expecting how much things are going to be as well. Like I know kind of what I want to spend on a food shop each week. Whereas at the start, I was like, is this normal? Should I be buying this? I don't know. Um, <laughs> and also we just wanted to flag, you need to do have grants and bursaries and things like that, that you can apply for if you qualify. There'll only be a set of criteria that you need to meet to apply for these things, but they will normally be like on uni websites and things. And you can contact probably the admissions team and the, they'll normally direct you to someone like in finance and there are things available. Sometimes you do have to hunt them down a bit, I will say, but they are there. Um, so that is extra support available if you need. Um, and then also that, you know, sometimes you might be able to qualify for like free NHS prescriptions, things like that. So you can check that out online and see if you meet the criteria. If you do, great. Um, just, you know, to like help you out or like student travel cards if you're going to be getting trains all the time and things like that it's just something to look at it just help you save here and there like every little counts I find at uni get your club yeah. card <laughs> yeah absolutely you'll be surprised how much difference like two or three pounds here and there adds up um it like it really does add up um now I'm not saying that to like scare you into not buying your coffee um but it's yeah definitely a case of thinking where you can save a couple of pounds here and there because when you've got a small budget to work with like it doesn't take very much to add up um so yeah where you can save definitely do um and also it's definitely feasible to have a part-time job um I know we've spoken about it in episodes before um it's definitely, definitely an option to have a part-time job to top up your budget if you need to while you're at university um, because there's all sorts of different things that you can do, whether it's bar work, whether it's working for the university, um, you know, you can be a student ambassador, you can work in the bars at uni. Um, I know a lot of people that do dog walking or dog sitting, Um like there's so many different options um even if it's not a regular thing um even if it's sort of like a zero hours contract or whatever else it might be there are definitely options and you can definitely make things work um so try not to stress or worry too much um about not being able to top up your budget if you really need to because it is definitely an option yeah definitely and I do think it's a bit of a myth that people spread that like you need too busy to get a job like it's doable it's tricky takes time management but it's doable um and you know I just wanted to say like if you are struggling there are organizations and your uni will have like a finance center and staff to help you so don't be scared to reach out for support and they will literally like step by step help you budget help you work out what you know anything any extra support you can get they will be there and I feel like money can be a bit of a taboo subject but as a student we're all just trying to make it through and you don't want this as an extra stress on your uni experience so don't be scared for reaching out yeah absolutely like every uni will have you know dedicated teams that are purely there to help you with money 
um, and figuring out what you can do. Um, you can literally have a one-on-one -on -one appointment with them and they will sit and help you work out your budget if you're really struggling. Um, and those kinds of um, support teams, they're all free for you there to use. So you might as well make the most of them. Um, plus also like reach out to your parents and things if you are struggling. Um, there's always people that you can talk to um, and ask for help from if you need it. Um, and like Verity says, you know, it, it is a taboo, but it shouldn't be. And nobody should ever be ashamed to ask for help, no matter what it is about. Um, so definitely do that if you need it. Um, so we hope you've really enjoyed this episode. Um, make sure you listen to our future episode all about student finance. We're going to be talking to you loads all about what student finance actually is um, and hopefully clearing some things up for you there. Um, but we hope you found this episode really useful. Hopefully you feel a bit less worried and a bit less stressed now about having to work out your uni budget. Um, and we'll see you in our next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. So we really hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you found it helpful, then please share it with others that you think will find it useful too. Again, make sure to subscribe to both our podcast and YouTube channel with the same name, So You Want To Be A Vet, to be notified of when our next episode is released. Also, don't forget to leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts if you enjoyed. Follow us on Instagram at So You Want To Be A Vet for exclusive quizzes, behind the scenes and updates on all things So You Want To Be A Vet and Vet Mentor. Remember to follow at VetMental2 to learn more about the opportunities such as our interview skills workshops and our amazing summer school that will help you further your application to that school. If you have any questions or thoughts, then please comment them below the Instagram post for this episode. And if you want to hear us discuss something, then please let us know. You can find our email address in the description. Thanks for listening. Take care.